Nature deficit disorder is the idea that human beings, especially children, are spending less time outdoors than they have in the past, and the belief that this change results in a wide range of behavioral problems. You want to get me riled up? You hit it on the mark. (laughs) It just didn't match up. Like, the (laughs) amount of snot in his hand versus the size of this kid. What if he was holding it in? He clearly was. The term straight edge was adopted from the 1981 song Straight Edge by the hardcore punk band Minor Threat. Mm. <laughs> what a weak name for a band. I'm sorry. Minor Threat. Not yeah. exactly hard. Not exactly what I think of a band when I hear hardcore. It's like it's one step above passive aggressive threat. <laughs> and he like caught a touchdown pass while jumping on top of a car. Oh, yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to Wiki University, the podcast that dives down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia in an effort to explore the sum of all human knowledge. I am your professor for the day, Kyle Berseth, and as always, I'm joined by WikiU's head of the class, the very wonderful Jason Nunez. Well, hello everybody. First and foremost, let me thank you for liking and subscribing, and please, just a friendly reminder to leave us a rating and a review, huh? Tell uh, tell your folks about it, if they're not dead. I <laughs> hope you... Tell your folks? Yeah, I think your folks could, you know, people say you, you, never, you should never stop learning, so mm-hmm. it's never, you're never too old. To, to learn a little something here in the noggin. And that's what we're here to, to do. That's our demographic, geriatrics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, geriatrics that forget that they're even listening to a podcast. And it just goes to the next episode and the next episode. So please, share your podcast with your undead parents. Yeah, just put the headphones in their geriatric ears and let them fall asleep. Or put them in like, what's that? Uh, they're not called earbuds, but like like hearing aids. Hearing aids. Replace <laughs> their hearing aids with like your air, your AirPod. One of your AirPods, and then just uh, listen. We've actually got... This is a great time to mention it, Jason. Dementia? We do have a sponsorship from Miracle Ears. Yeah. They they have put out a WikiU line of... Ooh. Uh, what I'm do you a snorter. Hearing you put aids. out a line? <laughs> well, you're not going to want to snort this because they're hearing aids. <laughs> oh, So they go in your ears, not your nose. That's their slogan. That's right. Too many people were shoving them up their nose. And they were like, we need to come up with a slogan. But WikiU has partnered up, teamed up with Miracle Ears. And you can get WikiU-specific hearing aids now. That just plays our podcast. Oh, that's nice. Kind of like how when um, uh, iPod was just playing U2 music. Oh, my God. It's still on my phone. I don't know how to delete it because every once in a while, you know how like you wake up your phone yeah. and, and it, you can hit play on the last thing. Yeah, every yeah. once in a while, I've exited out of everything or something. Yeah. And you too, that that song or album will come up. Vertigo? Like, oh! Wait, you so you wake up every morning listening to Vertigo? With Vertigo. Hello, hello. <laughs> One, two, three. One, two, three, quattro. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forget that uh, Bono is Latino only for the number four. See, <laughs> So that's what you wake up to, huh? That's... Yeah, that's what I wake up to. I don't wow. know. Do you wake up on one, two, three, or quattro? Quattro, of okay. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is also how many blades I have in my, um, on, my sh- on my shaver. All right. Well, when things start to not make sense, I know it's time to move on, Jason. 
That's why you're the dean. I have a <laughs> dean and professor. I have a topic today. Brag. I can give you a couple options. Ooh, I love options. Not too many. Not like Netflix. I don't even know what to watch. All right. Well, I can just pick a topic then if you if no, you no, prefer. Give me, no, give me, a, give me a few options, you know, something I can sink my tooth in. I think I know which one you'll pick. I'll give you three options. Option number one, and we got to roll through these. You can't ask a bunch of questions. Okay. Option number one is the Pittsburgh toilet. Okay. Already interested. All right. I thought Already peaking my interest. I thought you, you might. You had be. me at toilet. I could live without the Pittsburgh. Mm. You had me at toilet. You can't have a Pittsburgh toilet without the Pittsburgh. <laughs> I know. Though. I know. So option number two is nature deficit disorder. Ooh, I kind of like that too. Mm, I know. You're watching Netflix too much. Yeah. I I think it kind of speaks for itself. Option number three, which I think you'll like. Not love. But, you know, remember, this is a learning podcast. So if you know too much about it already, we don't need to cover it. It's true. And And I know nothing. The video game Crash of 1983. I haven't heard of it. Oh, Crash. I think I've heard of it. Crash. But it's just when, uh, I believe that's just when, like, video games... And I said you don't get to talk about it. Oh, okay, whoa. All right, if I have to pick one... Hmm, I like toilets. I just don't like toilet humor. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So we'll do... Let me get Let me get middle, just like I used to do Scantron tests. C, 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 C. <laughs> Out of... So A, B, or C? Usually there was a D. No, my Spanish... Scantron test. Ah. C, 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 C. C, C, C. Always yeah. pick yes. Always pick yes for every answer. So let's do it. Let's pick the middle one. Nature deficit Yeah, disorder? nature deficit disorder. Yeah. All right. Because, you know, I'm on this health binge right now. Oh, so yeah. So I want to get rid of any sort of disorder. You're going full straight edge. Full straight Is edge. Is that okay that we announce that on the podcast? Sure. For when you go full in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. F- uh, what's the opposite of straight edge? Bent, uh, the bent gutter? Edge? Um, rock bottom. No. Full rock bottom. No, if it's if it's not straight edge, it's like crooked. What's the opposite of edge? What's the opposite of edge? No, it's still the edge. Oh, okay. It, the so edge, edge is... is consistent it's either straight yeah i guess crooked edge is that what can we go to the, the topic straight edge what's we can yeah but... real quick real quick i would okay. love to see because if it's um yeah if i'm going full straight edge might as well get the that straight edge tattoo and stuff right I think... although why do straight edge people they should be uh, against tattoos as well right because to me, I'm really mm. conscious about what I put into my body now. Yeah. So I think that would also relate to like getting an- ink. An- anti-needles too. Right. Right. I would think. Well, but- exactly. That's why I'm, you know, nothing goes in me, including vaccines. <laughs> I don't want to talk about straight edge too long because okay. we did kind of, we edged Ooh. straight edge in a recent episode. because. Yeah, because we talked about the punk history of Washington, D.C. and Southern California. Okay, and, and Straight Edge, it appears, is a subculture of hardcore punk whose adherents refrain from using alcohol, tobacco, and recreational drugs in reaction to the excess of punk subculture. See, when ah. I think uh, hardcore, I don't hardcore. think... Hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. That's, okay. that's what my heart is doing, pumping so much of this... Uh, what's it called? Straight edge blood that I have running in me now. Yeah. So no, but when I think hardcore, I don't think, or I do think 
you know, drugs and alcohol and like partying and mm. right hardcore, you know, to throw in a chair off of a window in the, at a hotel. Well, you no, know? it's a subculture of hardcore punk, meaning hardcore punk, I think. All right, I'm on hardcore punk. It is generally faster, harder, and more aggressive than other forms of punk. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. See, now we're back to it was also inspired by Washington, D.C. and New York. It's more Southern California, San Francisco. So I guess maybe, I don't know how Straight Edge relates to hardcore punk, but they were anti-alcohol and excess. See, they're anti. See, I'm not anti-anything. Actually... They refrain from using alcohol, tobacco, and recreational drugs. It doesn't say about anything about anti or judging others. Some Ooh, see, I am not anti. Love judging others. This is interesting because it's <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> that's how we get that's why we get along. Because <laughs> you like judging others too. The judgment of others. <laughs> Everyone can kind of bond over the judgment of others. If you don't, I mean, I judge, therefore I am. Mm-hmm. Get that tattoo yeah. on your straight edge bod. <laughs> so it's interesting because straight edge is sometimes abbreviated with a triple X or X. And ironically enough, some adherents refrain from engaging in promiscuous sex, follow a vegetarian whoa, whoa, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> vegetarian or vegan diet, and do not use caffeine or prescription drugs. The term straight edge was adopted from the 1981 song Straight Edge by the hardcore punk band Minor Threat. Mm. <laughs> what a weak name for a band. I'm sorry. Minor Threat. Not yeah. exactly hard. Not exactly what I think of a band when I hear hardcore. It's like it's one step above passive aggressive threat. <laughs> They're also into animal rights, which I can get behind that. Uh, I you know, I think Animals have too much rights right now, specifically dogs. Dog, I see dogs in no, malls. No, take it back. Take it no, back. You no, take it back right no, now. No, no. There's dogs taking a piss in the middle of the little no, of a mall. No, and Home Depot, maybe. No, I've seen it at the uh, Century City City mall. mall. Yeah. Oh, but that's an outdoor mall. Who gives a f***? It's still inside and there's it's plants. Outdoor- there's no, people there. There's, I literally just said it's like an outdoor mall. Floors. And you really- said it's still inside. Half of it's inside. Half of it's outside. Well, where was the dog peeing and pooping? Inside. Inside the Insi- store? No, inside of the, you know how they have little mediums with medians or whatever with little flowers and pots or whatever yes. it is? Yes. So dog- outside. It was outdoors. I, I don't think so. Could you look up and see the sky? I wasn't looking up because I was looking down at the dog, literally down at the dog and its owner for taking a piss right in front of me. Mm. It's f***ing disgusting, man. These dogs have too many rights. Every restaurant is dog friendly. Yeah. I don't want the dog being, their hairs being all in my food and shit. Taste it. No. Taste it. No. If you like my it, dog, you would love it. People are making me hate dogs. And then they have them in strollers and all, like, f*** off. Man. Every time a dog passes in a stroller and, oh, and Luna's, pass away. Luna's looking at it, I'm like, don't get any idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't yeah. even no. think about it. No, Luna's good. Luna's a proper dog. You can you eat know? off her. Si- silent. She's also like 
better than a regular dog. Yeah. In she's... in ways, obviously, she's probably not going to protect this house. I know why you like her, because she has a lot of cat-like qualities. Yes. She yes. keeps to herself. She's usually in a corner. <laughs> She'll, but what the beauty about her is, like, you call her, she's like, hey, right, you know, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming over. I'm coming some, for some love. And then aside from, from that, I feel like she went to the Milford Academy, where she neither needs to be seen nor heard. I'm sorry, the Milford Academy? That's an arrested development. Uh, oh, okay, okay. You don't need to be seen nor heard. Yeah. And I that's like how it. she yeah, that's how she is a lot of the time. Where sometimes and also, you know, your walls are white. She's a nice little off white. She mixes in there. Sometimes you forget about her. You <laughs> yeah. think she she's just so blends quiet. in. So quiet. Yeah. yeah. So, Jason, to answer your question, I see here, in, we're still on straight hedge. We haven't gotten to the topic of the day. I You're knew welcome. you would sideline sideline me. So in 1999, William Sitsos wrote that Straight Edge had gone through three eras since its founding in the early 1980s. Bent Edge began as a counter-movement to Straight Edge by members of the Washington, D.C. hardcore scene who were frustrated by the rigidity and intolerance in the scene. Yeah, get bent. See, I don't like intolerance. I like judgment. I don't like intolerance. that's, That's... to my point, I'm not anti, right? I'm not saying no one should or everyone should be straight edge or no one should drink or no one should put this or that in their but bodies. But everyone should judge. But everyone should judge, of course. Yeah. yeah. So bent edge or curved edge was a Ooh. hardcore punk subculture Curvy. that was formed as a counter movement to the straight edge movement, blah, blah, blah. To combat straight edge, they started throwing beer and drug fueled punk shows. The point of these shows was to be the complete antithesis of straight edge. So I'll do a, I'll do a beer shower. A beer shower? Yeah, I'll okay. do a beer shower. <laughs> you want to stick your mouth out? No, and get any no, of it, I, no, I don't want none of that poison. You know? <laughs> yeah, all that stuff, all that bad stuff. That that's just white Jesus poison. Okay, so I went to nature deficit disorder. Oh, that's right, Jason. The topic of the day is that Wally's new album. The topic of the day or nature deficit disorder? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nature deficit disorder is the idea that human beings, especially children, are spending less time outdoors than they have in the past, and the belief that this change results in a wide range of behavioral problems. Oof, you want to get me riled up? You hit it on the mark. <laughs> oh, yeah? You got to get outside? Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, I look back. And as much as I loved video games back in the day, that was my shit, you know? Even, mm-hmm. like, Grand Theft Auto, like, the first one where it's just, like, um, helicopter view. Yeah. Just as Wait, much... it's just helicopter view? The very first one and second one? It was oh, just so helicopter it's all view. plan view and you're driving the cars yeah, and the... Yeah, hel- it was pretty oh, awesome. It was okay. pretty awesome. Yeah, before it was, like, 3D, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first one. Man, I haven't played video games since Mario Kart. 64. Oh, dude, get in it. Yeah. Get VR, man. I'm so many bits back. Dude, I I'm do playing, want to dabble in VR. I'm playing football and killing the Cowboys. Invite me over. I'm going to bring it. There is no, That's the beauty of it. There is no invite. You just yeah. bring it. You're like, nah, VR's coming to your place. I don't want to have to host you. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> true. But um, as much as I loved video games as a kid and still do now, uh, nothing was more fun than just being outside. Mm-hmm. Gr- like, my neighborhood was legit we had like four to six depending on if the older brothers are coming out one of my fondest memories was when like all all of my age group friends came out and all of their brothers including my brother 
came out, we played this gigantic game of street football. Street football. Street football. Okay. Tackle? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up tackle. It was amazing because I remember my brother, he was like in really good shape back then. And he like caught a touchdown pass while jumping on top of a car. Oh, yeah, because well. he was going, he was going so fast, he like couldn't stop himself. This is like the XFL. Yo, it was so <laughs> tight. Everybody was like, "Whoa!" Like my brother was just legend when Except he did the that. The person who had a, a Converse shoe <laughs> <laughs> dent in their car hood, and literally, I think maybe my brother like joined in like a handful of times, like maybe five. Yeah, but that one like sticks out because everyone he like blew everybody's mind because he was just going so fast and he just jumped on top of a neighbor's car or whatever. No one said anything, but. The thing that I remember from our neighborhood is that if anything wasn't being used by like adults in the neighborhood, we were going to take it and use it. So like meaning what lumber that was lying around, just lying around in somebody's house or like you mean like if there was a couch on the edge, like someone had it behind their shed or whatever. We were like, we're grabbing some lumber and we're going to build something with it. I remember we took a skateboard, you know, skateboards are fun in their own right. But then Brandon and I, we built a box on top of the skateboard so we could just push each other around all over the neighborhood Uh, in this box. And that started because we had found a lawnmower at his parents' house that they hadn't used in years. We took the engine off that. Put a seat. Put a seat and we're just, and we spray painted it and we're just pushing each other as fast as we can around the neighborhood. So you're like one of these dogs in a stroller exactly. getting pushed by your best friend. Okay, now you're, I'm into the dogs <laughs> in the stroller. You were getting pushed by your best friend. Most like turns. like like dogs are getting pushed by their best friend. Exactly. Holy shit! Like if there was trash around, we were gonna turn it into something. Hey, like he's, like that old saying goes: one man's one child's trash is another, another boy's yeah. treasure. Exactly. Okay, so the disorder is not recognized in any of the medical manuals for mental disorders such as ICD-10 or DSM-5. Oh, wait, so this disorder is saying that you ha- there is a certain disorder that you get for not having Nature. enough outside time? Yeah. Interesting. I Which mean, I what think... aside from like, like maybe your skin is more pale? No, I think nature is healing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not just pale skin. I would hate to have pills. I think a lot of people might have gone through this during COVID. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Maybe the first although time they really recognized although it. Oh, that's kind of stupid because the first thing that I did when COVID was ha- was happening was go outside. Like mm. it was bad to go indoors. Uh, that's to places. true. That's true. The only safe space was outside. So that's the only thing that I did. Like that's when yeah, Liz and I started for, walking. For a while it was stay at home. We're all in this together. Yeah, that was I wasn't doing that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I wear a mask still like at the gym, for instance. Really? Still. I'm me and like maybe two or three other people are the only ones wearing masks. Mm. I don't trust any of these people. You should get a little exposure therapy and take on the germs so you can fight them. Build up your immune system. Yeah, I could, I do that in other ways. I can't get anything cuz I was I was in the cul-de-sac as a kid coughing into each other's mouths, you know? When Brandon and I didn't have something to build with garbage, we were like, "All right, let's just cough on yeah, each other and pick each other's nose." All right, I do remember this is a memory that sticks in my brain. Oh boy. Brandon was next to me on the bus one time. Yeah, kissing you. And he was like a super skinny kid. And he, he like, at one point just leaned back. 
Sneezed. And sneezed into his hand. Oh, the big and like so big that he smashed his foot on the ground. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like just the biggest sneeze Your of body's all time. Just reacting, yeah. And this is like a forty-five pound kid, and sneezing like a like a sixty-five-year-old yeah, man. Yeah. And and then when he came up, he had like two handfuls of just oh. green slime. Oh. It just didn't match up. Like the <laughs> amount of snot in his hand versus the size of this kid. What if he was holding it in? He clearly was. He was holding it in like the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And that one sneeze, let it all, let it rip. His body said, hey, Brandon. Brandon. Let it rip. We're on the bus now. <laughs> Now's the time. Okay, so here's some of the research. Nature deficit disorder is unrecognized by most medical institutions. Some preliminary research shows that lack of time outdoors does have negative effects on children's mental well-beings. Here's the causes. Parents are keeping their children indoors in order to keep them safe from danger. Whoever this researcher is, Richard Louvre, he believes that growing parental fear of stranger danger, heavily fueled by the media, may be the leading cause in nature deficit disorder as parents may be protecting children to such an extent that it disrupts the child's ability to connect to nature. Hmm. See, I got a lot of that. Of uh, I was always allowed to just be outside. Yeah. And all I have to do is come back. That was the only rule. I would get yelled at if I'm not back before it starts. Mm. Like, that's on me. Like you gotta... Yeah, creeps turn it off during the day. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only rule. But I don't understand. Like, now it's like all these kids have a phone. You can oh, track them. Like, why are you so worried? You're just, you have a tracking device on them. So the chip in the back of their neck. Right. You'll find the kid and you'll find the creep. And it's like, come on. Like, you know the kid's not going to not use his phone. So it's going to be on the whole time. The creep can turn the phone off, throw it out of... Throw it out of the car. But what I'm saying is it was more dangerous back in the day. Now, oh, yeah, Now it's sure. like, now you're good. Now you got like, especially with like, uh, you see the ring camera in front of somebody's house. It's recording any little thing. Yes, like, it has become much easier to find a dead child. Like like that. Way easier. Like that. I mean, yes. you're finding dead children left and right now. Oh, nowadays. my God. I can't walk out of the house to get my nature without tripping over a dead kid, you know? Uh, I hate that. That takes her all day. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dr. Rhonda Clement surveyed 830 mothers, mostly born between 1960 and 1980, and asked about how much time they spent in nature as children. 76% of mothers said they were outdoors every day, Monday through Sunday, but when the same question was asked about their children, only 26% said their children spent time outside every day. Damn. When asked why their children were not enjoying the outdoors as often, their parents said that safety, injury, and fear of crime were the reasons that restricted their children from more outdoor play. This research did not, however, address causes of nature deficit disorder per se, instead focusing solely on changes in outdoor play. I do think, also, the world has just gotten safer. Yeah, definitely. Which so this doesn't it doesn't match up if I had to chart if I knew anything about math and charts and you don't and I don't right. so we're not going to try that. But I feel and this is why I hate uh, winter because I would I remember I would be less I would be outside mm. way less I'd go for that first blanket you know do that 
Yeah. But then afterwards, you know, it gets all slushy. It's like you can't really play. Oh, that first blanket of snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant that first blanket in the house. You go for the first blanket. You're fighting with your brother. Always got to get the first blanket <laughs> when it gets cold. But uh, yeah, it's like um, what, that's why I loved summer. But aside from more daylight, it's yeah. just more time outside. Long days. Yeah. yeah. And so I just I hate I hated winter. I hated it. Because nature deficit disorder is not meant to be a medical diagnosis and is not recognized as one, researchers have not assessed the effects of nature deficit disorder. So this researcher, Louvre, believes that the effects of nature deficit disorder on our children will have, quote-unquote, profound implications not only for the health of future generations, but for the health of the earth itself. That makes sense. If they don't get outside and care about the earth they're not going to care about the earth it's uh it's a give and take this uh this relationship between ourselves and mother earth mm-hmm. yeah but at the same time if we eventually just become like joaquin phoenix in her and i haven't just... seen it oh, all right well no, he... no, no, no spoilers i still plan to all right if yeah we just but i don't plan to anytime soon god at all this but is... no spoilers please this is really all right so let's move on Thanks. What do you want to go to? Anything that we've talked about so far? We could go to snot. We could... Go... <laughs> no? Nah. You don't want to do a deep dive into snot? Nah. Why is it up there? <laughs> How much snot can your nose hold? Or brain All right, so now we're, now we're getting some serious questions here. Well, for the longest time, I didn't realize that uh, the like the throat, like you know, the throat and nose are connected. Like, like mm. that's why they have ear, nose, and throat doctors. Well, how's the ears get in there? I don't know, but you can. The, but they're in there because you know when you're sick, your ears may clog up, your nose clogs up. You know, you just. No, I know, but all right, you know how a person can drink milk through their nose and then <sighs> I hate that. Or drink, I hate milk. I drink, drink milk regularly in the regular way. I was just hanging out with one of. Christine's friends from college and his hu- and her husband. An adult drinking milk, is that you're going to say? And we had dinner one night, and I told him this was so weird. So I feel comfortable saying it on the podcast. <laughs> but he was having a beer, and right next to it was a glass of milk. And I was like, oh. this is so strange, dude. <laughs> on both accounts. Okay, so I am on the article for nasal mucosa. Oh, okay. The nasal mucosa lines the nasal cavity. It is part of the respiratory mucosa, uh, the greater respiratory mucosa. The mucous membrane lining the respiratory tract. The nasal mucosa is intimately adherent to the paris... Sound it out. uh, It's the nasal cavity. It is continuous with the skin through the nostrils and the mucous membrane of the nasal part of the pharynx through the another part in your face. From the nasal cavity, it's continuity with... Oh, boy, this is too confusing. I just want to get no. to the amount. This is why I wear my mask at gyms. I don't want any mucous membrane acting up in me. In fact, I got super pissed the other day at dance class. Yeah. I don't wear my mask at dance class. You know, it's a, I mean, it's a small group. But there was this one, she was clearly sick. She even left, went to go get a cough drop, mm. and then came back. And I'm like, yo, you're sick. 
It's just a cough, Jason. I don't want to get we're sick. I don't want to cough. We're going back to old times. No. We're going back to- I don't like being sick. You only wear a mask if you have COVID. Otherwise, no. you're good to go. You stay home if you're sick and quit being an asshole. Ebola, no mask. No. No, I was super pissed. I don't know if Ebola spreads through breathing, but let's find out. I thought that's an anal thing. Ebola, also known as Ebola virus disease, EVD, EVD, is a viral fever in humans and other primates caused by Ebola viruses. The virus spreads through direct contact with bodily fluids, such as blood from infected Anal. humans or other animals, or Anal. from contact with items that have recently been contaminated with infected bodily fluids. There have been no documented cases either in nature, got to get out in nature, got to get out, or under laboratory conditions of the disease spreading through the air between humans or other primates. So that was a bad example. <laughs> After a person recovers from Ebola, their semen or breast milk may continue to carry the virus Ooh, for anywhere I between. You're saying I can't have both you, for like a couple months? You can't have your <gasps> glass of semen or your glass of breast milk at the table anymore. Um, at least for several weeks to several months. Ugh, I'll take the chance. Fruit bats are believed to be the normal carrier in nature. They are also able to spread the virus without being affected by it. Ooh, nice. Nice? I mean, I, <laughs> nice. I mean, that's a good like power to have. So, is there anything else you want to go to? That's all I was interested in finding out about Ebola. About Ebola? Yeah. Oh, do you want to go to the Ebola River? You sure. That's what it's named after. Because what, like bats, like live there and. Let's see. The disease was first identified in 1976 in two simultaneous outbreaks. One in. Zara, a town in South Sudan, and the other in Yambuku. Yeah, oh, wow, I nailed that. The Democratic Republic. I just like impressed myself that I got it. Nice. I, I, I resounded it out in my head and I was like, whoa, just nailed it. Yambuku, a village near the Ebola River from which the disease takes its name. So we'll go to the Ebola River. The Ebola River, also commonly known by its indigenous name, Ligbola. Huh. I, they should probably change it back to that. I want to be a Lake Bala, Shakala, Ebola, <laughs> twenty inch rims. Uh, yeah, no, that's um. How long? How long has it been going? Or was there like a seventy six? It was identified. Okay, I okay. believe it said. And have we gone rid of that yet? Or what's up with that? All right, I'll go back to Ebola. I mean, just we saying, were on the Ebola I River. I just it has me thinking about all these like. Disease, like like you were saying, czars, and then like anthrax. But anthrax that was, was but that's something male. Yeah, it, unless you're talking about anthrax and female from the movie Power of the Dog that you can get from cattle. You know, there's two different meanings. Anthrax was the powder that was being mailed in the early 2000s, post 9/11. Okay. Yeah, but anthrax in the movie Power of the Dog is something you. It's like an infection you can get from diseased cattle. That, and that was fictional? No, that's. I think that's real. That's also anthrax. It's just not the most recent anthrax. Like, I don't know that people get it anymore. 
But it's a type of anthrax? Like it's related to anthrax proper? Ah, that I don't know. See? All right. You, all right. We just so got... you, do you want to know about Ebola or do you want to know about anthrax? I know, I know everything about Ebola. All right. Let me give you the last outbreak, at least. Okay. Other outbreaks in Africa began in the Democratic Republic of Congo in May 2017 and 2018. In July 2019. Uh, Coney, right? Huh? Coney 2020? Oh, Coney 2020. 24. Yeah. 2024, yeah. He got the little kids to get Ebola all over the place. In July 2019, the World Health Organization declared the Congo Ebola outbreak a world health emergency. So it sounds like still bad. Still bad, yeah. Still happening. Well, I say a lot of things are still bad. I know yeah, man, that Ebola is happening. <laughs> I know a lot of people talk about how, like... um how it's how the world is is we're that much closer to the world ending we're mm. we're so we're so we're there one pandemic away teetering mm. on the edge of of full destruction and i'm just like it's been that way forever things have only gotten better it's like the kids being outside i'm just i'm you know i'm thinking back i'm like you know things weren't great when we were children like i didn't know what was happening in the 90s things weren't going great and then when I realized of things that are happening that like when I came to like as a kid and started came to when you <laughs> when you shot awake to mental awareness. Well, I just feel like when you're like one to ten, it's you're, about just, the, the, you're in your own world. That's one what to I 10. mean. I didn't even realize the seventies existed right. until I was about like seven or eight. One to ten, you're in your own world. I mean, I don't know. It might be different now because of the tablets. You can get mm. access to it at fucking four, Gotta three turn years the old. Chip on. You can, you know. So, so to me, one through ten. My own little world, and then you know, nine uh, eleven happens. And nine through eleven, nine through eleven, bigger world. Things start changing. Uh, you see what's going on, and then I all uh, the little things that I remember. You know, obviously, middle school, high school, you get exposed to more shit. Little things like nine eleven, nine eleven. Then you got anthrax. Then you got DC sniper. Then you got like uh, you know, then hur- hurricane Katrina. Like all this shit always going on. Yeah. It's just always, it's always been there. One thing after another. Right. There's too many people. There's going to be casualties. We've covered so many events like this on the podcast, and you got to ask, what are the numbers? What are the numbers? It's you a know? numbers game. And, and believe me, Earth is winning. The, I mean, the one that stands out in my brain is like, we covered the Christmas flood of like the 1500s or 1600s, and like 25,000 people died. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. been going on. Right. So on the best day of the year, I'm so happy to be living in this age. Yeah. And, you know, if you were alive 200 years from now, you'd probably be like, I'm so happy to be living in this age. But maybe not. You might be just on a constant quest for water. Probably. That's true. Probably. (laughs) But in, in I feel like. Uh, you know, my generations got very lucky because we were we like got computers at the right time. You got to enjoy the best. You got to straddle both worlds. Yeah, I still had a a childhood the way childhoods should be. And then you got to straddle a computer. Exactly. It, the learning way how to should. log on was tough for the first time. <laughs> right, but <laughs> you I sit think, on the computer, right? Yeah, but. <laughs> For nine months, I think you sit on your computer <laughs> until your AOL boots up to AIM. It takes about that long. And uh, yeah, so it's just like, I don't know, it was beautiful timing, I feel like. Just, yeah, mm. I agree. It's yeah. a fun time to be alive. All I right. have yet to experience the Black Death, you know? Right, and nor will we. 
Okay, so I'm on anthrax, and we got to wrap up here, Jason, with, All right. with a fun topic like anthrax. Anthrax is an infection caused by the bacterium Bacillus anthracis. It can occur in four forms, skin, lungs, intestinal, and injection. Not if you're straight edge. Not if you're straight Keep edge, that baby. anthrax away from me. Yeah. Symptom onset occurs between one day and more than two months after the infection is contracted. The skin form presents with a small blister with surrounding swelling and often turns into a painless ulcer with a black center. No, painless. Just so you know. That's just see, so you know. They don't tell you about the pros of anthrax. Like there's painless things about it. Yes, your ulcer is painless. There you go. The inhalation form presents with fever, chest pain, and shortness of breath. The intestinal form presents with diarrhea, which may contain blood, Ooh. abdominal pains, nausea, and vomiting. The injection form presents with fever and an abscess at the site of drug injection. So, risk That's factors... just downright naughty to get it injected in you. That's some evil shit. It's one thing to mail it to somebody and be like, oh, it's a birthday card. Yeah, but to mix it in with your crack. But to strap somebody down and inject it into them. Ooh. Well, I assume it gets becomes like tainted needles from animals or something. So risk factors include working with animals, travelers, postal workers, and military personnel. According to the CDC, in the U.S., the first clinical descriptions of cutaneous anthrax were given by Merritt in 1752 and Fournier in 1769. California? California, yeah, the French version. <laughs> Before that, anthrax had been described only through historical accounts. Mm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. How scary would it have been to be a mailman or woman at that time? It's just you're just you're just working. That's your that's your job. Yeah, you're just like I wanted a job that they couldn't fire me from. Now I gotta carry anthrax around. Because I look, I I see. Um, the other day I was uh, admiring a mailman. Okay. Of because he was like this big dude and yeah. just like man, you're getting some great exercise. Oh, because he was a walking mailman. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, man, that's a solid job. You get, you know, it's in the part of the government. Yeah. You get, you know, you, you I'm guessing it's, you be there for a certain amount of time. You get some sort of uh, pension, pension yeah. tenure there. Yeah. And uh, talk about the extra, and then spe specifically doing it here in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Nice weather for the most weather part. For the most part. It's just like, yeah. oh, man, that's a, I might go into the postal service. Okay. As my my backup if this podcast thing doesn't go well. I will say, uh not going well so far. <laughs> I will say that when I worked in an office, I used to uh, during my lunch breaks, I would drive to the park and take naps in my car sometimes. And I had a postal worker buddy. I didn't know him. He was just, you know, a parking lot buddy. Okay. Kind of on the same schedule. That's cool. And he would be chilling in his Jeep for a solid hour or so. In his Jeep? He delivered mail in his Jeep? Maybe not. You know, postal truck. Little postal truck okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. Huh. If you have a mail Jeep, one of those old school like Jeep Wranglers, that'd be, that'd cool. be tight. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because yeah. you do have like the thing with the Jeeps and uh, mail trucks, do you have those giant open windows? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. no hop doors. In, hop out. Sometimes no doors. They're fun. Yeah. And it's the opposite side. That's right. That's yeah. right. Well, not Jeeps, but... Yes. What do you mean? The steering is on the opposite side. Not on Jeeps. Why not? 
They make them that way. Jeeps? On postal vehicles oh, po- because yeah, they po- got to yeah. reach over into the mailbox. I, th- I mean, I'm thinking of like your own personal Jeep Wrangler, not like... If you a- get a used postal Jeep, yeah. That'd be amazing if they have uh, postal Jeeps. I'll buy one. They do. Look around. I guarantee you can find one A postal out there. Jeep? Yes, a used postal Jeep. Meaning they used to use Wranglers as a uh, yes. mail car? Or mail maybe vehicle? they were Toyota-style like Jeeps. But yeah. I only yes. know of the little mini scrunched van with the sliding door. That's like, the only one I know. Just like old army Jeeps. Like um, like in MASH, the type that you would Have see. Have you watched MASH? All right, yeah. Well, Literally, that spoiler was... alert. Spoiler alert. Go for it. There were Jeeps in MASH. When that turned on, when that music rolled, bedtime. That's like the signal of why are you awake right now? Yeah. And people were like, oh, it's a great con. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I felt that same way as a child because, yeah. again, that was a product of the 70s. I yeah. didn't even know the 70s existed. Yeah, and yeah. then I started watching because it was on. Yeah. Because it's on TV. For solid. Uh, and I was like, this is a well-written show. Yeah. I uh, get why it was on for 10 years. I'm sure it was. I'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Jason... Anthrax is a rare disease. There is a vaccination that's recommended for people at high risk of infection. Oh, interesting. Okay. We yeah. got a vax for that, huh? Um, Too bad I'm straight edge. Nothing goes in my body. Yeah. No, unfortunately, no needles. So it's a double-edged <laughs> needle there. Mm. And that's the episode. Hey, that's the episode. Thank you guys again for joining us once more on this wild ride called Wiki University. Hey. Just a... What? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Just a friendly reminder to please uh, like, subscribe, and let somebody know about the podcast. Please remember to leave a review and make sure you join us next time. And while you're listening, stick those earbuds in and get outside. Go for a walk. That's good. Fight that NDD, you know? NDD? Nature Deficit Disorder. Oh, we just talked yeah, about that's it. That's right. Sorry, I know you abbreviated it already. <laughs> yeah. It's not even a real disorder. I'm a scientist. It doesn't deserve an abbreviation. All right. Bye. See you next time.